Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast. Street Vibes. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. I already told you, man. I'll just be pod. We just be pod. We just getting in here, man. We just be pod when we don't. You know, hey, J Street Vibes. You already know what it is, man. It's Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones of the Athletic. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You know, always repping. Um, always repping. I see him. Gotta re- I gotta rep something, you know. Got my Tupac shirt on today. I don't know why. No particular reason, you know. Just I had the Tupac gif of when he was birdie. Um, when I was watching Tom Brady. I was like, this boy ain't got it. <laughs> this boy ain't got it. <laughs> that was elder abuse, man. I was so mad because, you know, I'm in, the, I'm in the, I get so much joy out of Niner fans' tears. And I was like, oh, this is just bad. I was like, God, I'm like, man, I can't say nothing considering my coach went out there on a third and one, put the NFL's leading rusher at fullback and put a wide receiver at tailback. Mm. So I mean, like, you got like a six foot three, 250 pound fullback. So what do you do? Take him out and put the NFL leading rusher at fullback. Feels like he's sabotaging the season. And then what do you do? Team has no timeouts. Let's play some press coverage. Remember a couple of years ago, my man in uh, New York got fired for that against, against the Raiders. He yeah, got fired for doing that. Who was that again? Who was the coach in, in, with the Jets? Well, I, was that Greg Williams got fired for that? I think it was great. He was the defensive coordinator. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, and I was like, "Ain't no, we gonna act like that was okay. We gonna act like it was okay that they're playing an undermanned Rams team and basically a home game, and the coach coach scared all night. Mm. He was like, he, mm. he, got, he got sixteen. We got thirteen points. Let's kind of milk the clock, man. Let me let me stop." Yeah. Hey, look, Jason. By the way, I'm accepting donations here. Um, anybody that wants to give Debo their ankle, um. Please, you know, it's all welcome, you know. So, Jason, you have mine, you'll be a lot slower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have mine, you just be slow. (laughs) Like, why are you trying to pass block all of a sudden? (laughs) Well, while we're at it, somebody give uh, De'Aaron Fox uh, their foot because De'Aaron Fox hasn't played in the last two games of this road trip with the Sacramento Kings. And uh, they've gone one and one in those two games. They're halfway through. Um, their six game, the the dreaded six game road trip that we all dreaded. It's almost over. It's halfway over. And by the time we talk again on Wednesday, it's they're only gonna have one game left. It's like um, it's like when you go to like camp or you go somewhere where you don't want to go, and it's Monday. It's like, oh my gosh, man, I gotta be here all week. And then next thing you know, it's Thursday. It's almost time to go home. That's what's going on with the six game road trip. 
Yeah, and it's it's just longer without De'Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. But what? I mean, we talked about it last week that De'Aaron didn't look like himself, and mm-hmm. you needed more from him. You know, maybe he was a little nicked up, but if he's out there, he can't be giving you fifteen a game, and then boom, he doesn't play the next two. Yeah, let me ask your your thoughts on 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 the two games that we've that have been played since our last episode. And that was the Cavs game where, you know, Kings got a little bit of a break themselves with no Donovan Mitchell going for the Cavs and ended up finishing that game in historic fashion for the Kings. A 19-0 run in the final about four and a half minutes of that fourth quarter to win that game on the road. That was stunning. I didn't expect to see that at all. Let's start with that game. Let's start with the positive. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that, that 19-0, can you remember – a situation like that, like I feel like you were around for the the Bulls win, right? The what were they down thirty three? Yeah, maybe was on that trip. I was watching that one, or yeah, final. I wasn't there for that one. You mm-hmm. ain't gonna top that Bulls game because I think everyone at that game had already started writing it. They were down with thirty five in that game, I think, <laughs> in like the third quarter, right? Yeah, it was something ridiculous. And I've seen some crazy runs, and that one was as crazy because it was so quick. I literally say, "Oh, they're down." I went to the kitchen. Oh my god, they're up eight. What happened? <laughs> I'm like, did I make Kool-Aid too long? Like, why does this happen so quickly? Yeah, I did. I, like I said, I didn't see it coming. I, you know, there was, you know, especially when Osmond made the layup to put him up eight. I was like, ah, I just don't have it tonight. But you know, it it went to the confidence, in my opinion, Jason, that this team has. That mm-hmm. they they always feel like they're one quick run away from getting back in a game or taking control of a game. You know, you got guys like Herder who who feel that way about the way they play, and Malik Monk and Terrence Davis, and they always, you know, it goes to that shooter's mentality that they have. They always feel like they're one made shot away from getting on fire, and I feel like that goes to the whole team. And the fact that they've actually executed it, maybe not 19-0 run, but you know, you think back to the Pistons game where you know it was a tight game, and then all of a sudden they go on a, like an 11-0 run or something like that. Fact that they've actually executed it multiple times this year it actually breeds confidence like they they really believe that and like going to a game that we'll talk about in a second they believe down 16 that they were going to turn it on and beat the Knicks the other day yeah they don't get down and put their heads down and what this you know when you're a bad team and what they've been in past years is you put a run on them they go okay time to lose mm-hmm. <laughs> on to the next city we're not this is going in but that confidence is a monster you get a little confidence you say okay all right, it's like it's only eight minutes to go. We're down fifteen. We got this, <laughs> and you know that's that's a different that's a different mindset. You know, that's how a team like in like the Warriors, not calling them the Warriors, but the sense that they feel, you know what, if we turn it up on defense a little bit, we're gonna start making some shots. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to watch, I mean, the I can believe the nineteen points, the nineteen, the O one in it. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, they're down eight. I went to the kitchen. I said, it's time to go get me a snack. <laughs> I said, I sat there and I, I think it was probably when it got to 14. I was like, man, they didn't score a lot. And I don't remember the Cavs scoring too much. Like I thought it might've been like, oh, a, a 13-3 run or something like that. But then Mark Jones was like, 14 oh. I said 14. Oh, that's not what happens with the Kings. That's what happens on the Kings a lot of the times. The fact that they were actually the ones that executed on the road, nonetheless. I think Cleveland had lost once or twice in Cleveland. Now, granted, like I said, Donovan Mitchell wasn't there. 
But you know, they they still that's a top tier team in the in the Eastern Conference, even without Donovan Mitchell. So that was pretty impressive to be able to do that. They still got two all-stars on the roster with uh, Jared Mm -hmm. Allen and Darius Garland. So it's not like you're walking out there against, you know, no, what are they, the Canton Charge, their G-League team? (laughs) That's not who you were playing. Who was the guy guy that played with Bron? Was it Sasha Pavlovich? Is that who that was? Oh, no, that's a writer. Isn't that a writer for the – No, that no, that was – Pavlovich is a writer. Sasha Pavlovich was the shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't rolling out there, you know. I renewable out there, you know. wasn't oh my gosh, is that older Larry, is that older Larry Hughes and older Danielle Marshall? Danielle Marshall, Mo Williams, uh, head coach, any head coach of what Alabama State or something like that? Jackson State, Jackson State. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Got his first win the other day. So, shout out Mo Williams. Who they play, Cal? Who they... <laughs> God, man. <laughs> that was unnecessary. I mean, it that was, was uncalled for. I mean, that, that was, was really uncalled for. They they That's would beat Cal. I mean, I'm not going to say they wouldn't beat Cal. I mean, Cal's 0-11. Somebody was like last week. They got a very they're 0-11. Yeah, they they had a quote winnable game against Eastern Washington. I said, they're not going to win, <laughs> and they still lost. I man, see. Don't, don't feel bad though. Um, shout out to my boys over at uh, the the alma mater. Cal State East Bay, they beat Pacific the other day. You know, that's that's what the, the smaller schools are doing now, man. We out here, we we taking on the big boys and we handling business, man. Shout out. Maybe Cal is a smaller school now, Cal can't <laughs> can Cal like schedule, I don't know, can they schedule Folsom High School or Grand oh, or no. can they play McClatchy? I mean, yeah. Oh, that, that that might get a dub there. Shout out to McClatchy. We're we to come up though. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. But I digress. Um, so yeah, an unbelievable uh, come from behind victory against the Cavs on Friday night. It had a lot of people feeling good about the Kings, like feeling great. Like, okay, now we're going to New York. And there's this perception. I guess it's not a perception. Although they're, they're like a game over 500. They've won four in a row now. But there's this thought that the Knicks, the Knicks are just this mess and this pushover. Knicks are an average team. They're fine. And they went to work on the Kings. They That, that was never really a game on Sunday. Never no. really no, they just, you know, once they, they kind of took off in the first quarter, I said, it's going to be one of them days. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can just watch the game. You can just see the way the Kings were moving. It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of them days. What do, you think that was? What, what do you think What do you think that was all about? Was it a little bit of a hangover from Friday? Is it the middle of the road trip kind of got them, you know, lethargic? Like, what do you think that was about? I think generally in 82-game season, you got five or ten games a year where I always say, you're either going to play so well, you'll never see it again, or you're just going to be kind of out of it. You're going to have dead legs, whatever the case may be. It just happens. I mean, like, they probably won't score 153 again. Mm-hmm. And they probably also won't score – they'll probably only score less than 100, maybe 10 times all year. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, it happens. You know, you're also playing without your best player. You're on the road. You're now – you know, I mean, you know, and for whatever reason, even though he got kicked out the game – with the text Julius Randall I I can't remember the last time whether he was a Laker a Pelican or a Nick where Julius Randall didn't feast on the Kings he loves the Kings loves I mean he, he got that he got that what you would call it what's my uh that uh Ish Smith thing but he's you know <laughs> he got that thing where he see the Kings but I'm going for 30 yeah. Like why? I just don't know why it's just the Kings so I mean <laughs> you, you put all that together you know 
you know, Jalen Brunson got going downhill for a little, you know. R.J. Beard had a nice little game. Yeah, so, I mean, it happens. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of overreaction, like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, they lost by 13. They didn't lose by 50. It's one mm-hmm. game. They didn't lose. This, this is not like the eighth loss in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It's going to happen on the road sometime. You're going to have some clunkers, you know. The real key is what do you do the next couple of games? Does yeah. this thing snowball or do you say, you know what? Oh, well, you know, we had a bad game. Because even if they go out and lose the next game, if they just play better, to me, it's, it's not that big of a deal, especially yeah. when you're playing without De'Aaron. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, We talked about it on the radio uh, with, with my man Damien. And he thought, and I agreed, in that in that game against the Knicks, that was probably like one of the first times that I can remember. I think the Memphis game was like that. The first Golden State game was like it. But that was like one of the first times they kind of got deep down, right? Like they were down 18 against the Knicks. And in the game, in the actual game on Sunday, they didn't really respond too well. And and what I mean by that is the shot selection. Felt like they were all, they were trying to get like 15 of the 18 points back on one three-pointer. A lot Mm -hmm. of quick shots, um, maybe forcing some things, Malik, TD, you know, kind of forcing some things. And, you know, it's a, it, like you said, sometimes you just have games like that. I don't attribute it to too much of anything. You know, they thought they could, you know, get hot and somebody could be the spark. But, you know, I, I kind of saw them kind of, I don't want to say panic. That's probably the wrong word. But they were just trying to get it all back in one shot instead of kind of running their offense through Sabonis and taking it two points at a time. Yeah, they got a character, I think, when you watch it. I mean, I, I remember the, the player, they're on a break, and TD just pulls up. I'm like, that ain't the shot you want in that case. You know, mm-hmm. you want a break. <laughs> Malik did it too. Yeah, I mean, they had, they had a couple of times. I'm like, nah, that's not the shot you want. You really want to take, especially when you're already down, mm-hmm. because then a 12-point lead becomes a 14, 15-point lead for the Knicks because you're, you're now you're feeding a team that – has a tendency to have some lulls on off, on offense. You're giving them some some runout opportunities. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, but you know, even like I said, with all that said, I I didn't watch the game and go, oh my god, this is time to fire somebody. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, what you do see is that when you don't have De'Aaron, you don't have that dynamic that dynamic one man break. You know, mm-hmm. you know, getting everything going. Mm-hmm. And as good as a bonus is. This is not, you know, there's levels to this, and he's not going to go out there and get you 40, you know, you know mm. probably. That's, that's just not his game where he says, you know what, we're down De'Aaron. I'm getting up 30 shots, you know, tonight. This right. is not how he plays. So you saw, to me, I think you, th- th- that's what kind of jumped out to me is just that you're still trying to play the same way because that's how you play. But in that case, you probably needed, you know, a monster game from your second-best player. You know, your other guy who's been your guy who's been an all-star, and they just they they didn't get it. But you know, Thibodeau teams usually aren't gonna give those type of games anyway either. You know, cool. you know, cool. you know, that's that's another thing to people forget is that a Thibodeau team has no problem mucking it up and you know, slowing you down. So I mean, to me there there are a lot of different factors that came into that game and 
like I said, the Knicks aren't a great team, but they're not a terrible team. Like they're they're like they're like the at one point I saw a thing they were like a 500 team that was like 15th in offense, 15th in they were like the definition of mid. Right. <laughs> just a mid team, yeah. and those type of teams can be really good or really bad, and they they caught them on a good night. Yeah, they they've won four in a row now, so you know they're playing decent basketball at the very least. You brought up something that um I want to talk about. I want to talk about De'Aaron Fox best player not having your best player who's the best player all this other stuff i want to talk about that we're going to take a quick break jason jones kenny caraway j street vibes we're coming right back <laughs> 